Hey, welcome to the Northridge Kids Parent Podcast for the month of December, the final month of 2022. In case you didn't know, we adhere to the normal Western calendar, Uh, (laughs) but we are super excited. We have the normal crew in here, Kristen and Maddie and myself. Say hi. Hello. This is them saying hello. So we're going to talk about what is coming up uh, in December 1st. Uh, What are our preschoolers and um, elementary students going to be learning in December. I have a wild guess. But <laughs> Does it have to do with Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> birth of Jesus? The birth of Jesus. Does that seem like an important calendar? Okay. <laughs> Go, take it away, Maddie. Yeah. Uh, so preschool are learning about the birth of Jesus, and the title of their series is The First Christmas Gift. Um, and then the memory verse they'll be working on is John 3.16. God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son. Mm. So Jesus is the gift? He is. It's a shocker. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> That's exciting. That's good. Uh, what about our elementary? Yeah, similarly, um, the other series is called The Christmas Road Trip. So it's focused on like waiting for the gift of Jesus to come, the king nice. to come. Um, so the three things they'll be learning about is the promised king from Micah 5, um, that God promised forever king. And then um, Luke 1, 26 to 45, when the angel comes to Mary. And then the last week will be about Jesus being born. Um, and the bright idea with that one is that Jesus brings great joy. And then the memory verse that they'll be working on is John 1, 14a. Um, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Nice. That's awesome. You know, I love this um, series because of how it ties into uh, what the Christmas Eve message will be from uh, Drew, uh, from Pastor Karshner. You know, nobody oh. says that. <laughs> from Drew. Uh, just because, you know, um, it is kind of like, that idea of waiting is he's playing off of that. So th- when you think about, um, you know, what's Christmas Eve service time that you're coming to across locations with your family, um, when you bring your elementary students in, just think about the fact of if they came all of December, they will have had kind of all this buildup of anticipation of like waiting on the promise. Mm-hmm. And then Drew, they'll have a lot of, uh, probably even more than the parents to talk about, right, of the waiting um, period. Well, I, I maybe this made me think about this. This is a little off-key that I'm not prepared one for. Uh-oh. What was <laughs> your uh, favorite, like, Christmas memory of waiting that, that if you can think of anything? Does anything come mm-hmm. to mind of waiting? I had one come to mind, but you can, Kristen, you you feel like you have one. Go ahead. Well, the first thing that pops into my head is just, I can remember very vividly as a kid, just, you know, the presents beginning to stack up around Mm -hmm. the Christmas tree and just being so excited. I was not allowed in our house. You could not shake a gift until it was Christmas morning. Okay. So as long as it was after midnight on December 25th, you could go out there and you could shake a gift. And so You're I like can remember waking up. Yes, I can remember waking up at like four o'clock in the morning and knowing that I wasn't allowed to go wake up my parents yet. You know, like that was definitely too early to get them up. But I would mm-hmm. go out to the tree and I would like check out every present That's that was awesome. mine and I'd peek in my stocking and I'd shake things and just yeah. I can remember one Christmas in particular, just I kept waking up every hour, like, is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is, <laughs> is it, time it time yet? And like yeah. Nice. Uh, well, I can remember as a kid, so I was an only child. I still still am an only child. <laughs> but I can remember both sets of my grandparents being at our house like at 6 o'clock in the morning on Christmas morning because like our family ritual was like 
open presents there. And then we would go to my grandparents' house for like breakfast at like nine or 10. And then like all my cousins would be there. Uh, but I can remember vividly, like it's like six, six o'clock, six thirty in the morning. Like we're opening presents and like, mm-hmm. you feel like you had like three days on Christmas day happen, <laughs> especially as a kid. Like if I can remember back, like, you know, like you did like super early wake up and you're mm-hmm. opening presents and then you like eat breakfast, you take a nap, you play with your presents, you take yeah. another nap. And it's like, that's like, it's like you had three days. Did you have a uh, limit? Like with six o'clock, the earliest no, I never, you were No, we never had. Up? I would go wake up my mom and dad. Like, oh, no, yeah. we have a limit for our girls. We're there like, no, you cannot wake up before, you know, no, six or seven. We or never whatever. had that. It was just like <laughs> when I woke up and I was like, you know, yep. it's like up. what about you, Maddie? <laughs> um, what comes to mind? So my whole family goes to my non and papa's house and there's like 30 of us or more. Oh, um, so all the gifts. So like, you're not an only child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, nor is my mother. <laughs> um, so we'd all like pile the gifts in my grandparents, like living room. And I just remember like my cousins and I just like sitting there, like staring at the mountain of them. Mm. But the other thing that popped in was we always have lasagna on Christmas Eve, but That's like fair. my Nana, like will not make it at any other time of the year. So it's <laughs> always this like build up to like the lasagna is coming. Oh, wow. That so, must like, be amazing. But like lasagna. even when we're there, like waiting, for it to finish she's like you can't taste test it so like i just every year it's like oh my goodness we get that the lasagna soon. <laughs> lasagna. <laughs> i can honestly say that's the first time i've heard lasagna that's as an, a christmas that's Eve. an italian yeah well i mean italian obviously, yeah. Like, that's pretty clear <laughs> yeah yeah that's great mm-hmm. well it, now we're going to do our discipleship uh moment and what better thing to talk about around you know the beginning of december um than how to make Christmas meaningful uh, for your kids, for your family. Uh, I know this is on every parent's mind and heart. Like they want, you know, their kids to have fond Christmas memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easy to talk about like, oh, traditions, like make sure you do something with your kids, like spend time with them. But how do we get the meaning the true meaning of Christmas uh, without trying to be cheesy here uh, of the season? of this time of year, the birth of Jesus as a focal point Mm -hmm. in our families. Um, What do you guys think? What are some ways that we could do that? Or what is the way that we're providing um, as Northridge kids? Well, I think, you know, constantly using all the opportunities to point them to the real meaning for Christmas. You know, it's easy to talk about the presents. It's easy to talk about, um, you know, Santa Claus or whoever, whatever, all the excitement um, but just keeping that focus on Jesus and continually pointing them to Jesus, mm. which is why we have a resource. <laughs> that we, right. I know. I'm yeah, so excited suspense. for this. We keep like looking at Maddie. I know you guys can't see it because she's the one who wrote it. Um, it. And, and she's like, I'm not going to brag on myself. So allow us to do it for you. So um, we, Northridge Kids, we're doing a... Uh, seek and find. Is yes. that the proper way to say that? A yeah. seek and find? It could be find? a search and find. Search and find. find. Yeah. What are we calling it? We calling it seek and find? Search? Is I it search I, or seek? I think it's seek and find. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so you're going to get a booklet on the first weekend in December. Is that correct? It's December 11th will be mm-hmm. the, okay, the December, Sunday we pass it out. December 11th. So it's technically yep. the second Sunday. Yes. Is it the second Sunday? Yes. yes. I think so. So second Sunday in December, uh, a seek and find, which will have a 14 day. Yep. Correct. 14-day devotional for your family where there's a picture on one side where your kids, while you're reading it, will seek and try to find. And I've already been uh, raked (laughs) over the coals by Maddie because I couldn't find one of the things. I'm like, I think this is the wrong picture. She's like, no, you just can't find it. Uh, So it's it's very challenging, very colorful, Mm -hmm. um, and so has 
uh, Bible verses in there from mm-hmm. the Old Testament, and with with this kind of theme playing off of the series that elementary students will be doing of waiting on a promise, looking mm-hmm. at Jesus in the Old Testament, the, or the the promise of Him in the Old Testament, moving towards um, the New, and so it's it's really exciting resource. Um, what, what are some helpful ways, Kristen, that, uh, I'm looking at you because you've done this with your girls before yes. of a seek and find, what are ways that you guys used it as your family that you found helpful? Mm-hmm. Um, and what age of kids is this going to be good for? Um, well, I think that's one of the great things about this is that it can cover a pretty broad, um, array of ages. So, um, we did a similar book when my kids were little, and it's been a dream of mine for us to do something like that here in kids ministry since then, because my kids just loved it. We did it multiple years in a row where we would pull out the book and we often did it at bedtime. Many times we'd sit in front of the Christmas tree, you know, with all the Christmas hey. lights on. Mm-hmm. And, um, were your girls shaking any of the presents at the time? No, they're, I don't put the presents out actually. We always travel. Whoa. Yes. We always travel to Pennsylvania. So we don't really have no a lot of the presents, presents and I tend to procrastinate. So they're typically not wrapped until, <laughs> you know, Christmas Eve. But anyhow, so we would take the book. Um, you know, my kids are about four years apart in ages. So, Um, It's something that you could, if you have older kids, they could read it. They could read the passage of scripture. Um, Younger kids can always like search and find books are just fun. So they can be looking for the object um, that relates to the devotional that Maddie wrote. Um, They can look for that object in the picture while the parent or an older child is reading the passage, reading the devotional. There's discussion questions Mm. that Maddie came up with. Um, that parents can kind of keep that conversation going as the kids are trying to. What's really find cool about it too is like there's you could break these down into multiple elements. Mm-hmm. So thinking if you have like three or four kids yep. that are maybe a little older, like mm-hmm. you could give them like okay, you find this Bible verse because I think most most of the devos, Maddie, correct me if I'm wrong, have like one or two mm-hmm. uh, passages. And even if you have preschoolers, there's kind of some recommendations like, hey, if you have preschool, maybe use this one instead. Or you could do all of them, um, depending on how you could do it. And if you have like multiple kids, hey, you find this Bible verse, mm-hmm. you're going to find this one while I read the devo, and mm-hmm. then we'll find the search and find. You could do it. There's there's yeah. several different elements to yeah. it, so it's really cool in that regard with with a discussion question or two um, in there as well. It's a really great resource that uh, can be used for uh, many Christmases yeah. to come. If you yeah, our book, lit- the book that we had, the first one, literally the like covers falling off of it because. We just did it so many. And they got they got to a point where they knew exactly where the objects were. <laughs> like so right there, got, there's the like, crown. Oh, okay, maybe we need to find a new book. But <laughs> yeah, my kids really enjoyed it. So that's incredible. Yeah, ho- hopefully this will be a great resource uh, mm-hmm. for families. Remember, you can pick those up December 11th. Um, if you're paying attention uh, or an online family, you can get the digital version. We'll send out one of those as well. Um, but obviously, you won't have the pizzazz of you know holding yeah, it in your hands yeah. um, in that regard. So we're super excited for this resource uh, to be available. And just one other note of the, um, you know, the meaning of the season, if you will, is that time with family and remembering kind of the whole point about it. So whatever you can do, uh, whether you use this resource or, you know, just reading the Christmas story of yeah. how Jesus came, um, it's, it's about remembering that God came to us mm-hmm. um, and what that was the start of something even greater in the life of Jesus culminating in 
Easter, right? And how he gave his life for us um, in that regard. So we're super excited for this Christmas season. This is a little bit of a shorter episode, but we hope that it's helpful and we're grateful to be able to partner with you as Northridge families as we strive to see more and better kids become uh, better followers of Jesus. We'll see you next time.